Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Eight o'clock, Monday night, red reaction. Time to collect some receipts. Time to get those people's hot takes out. Everyone wants to call me a homer bias. I tried to tell you. I tried to tell you that it was the Chiefs playing in this game for a third straight year, and Buffalo was in uncharted territory. So many people thought Josh Allen was in the same category as Mahomes. And the most accurate thing Josh Allen did last night was throw a football two feet into somebody's face. Somebody thought he was better. That was going around the internet. That was fun. You know when they tell you if it's on the internet, it must be true? Yeah. Debunk that theory. (laughs) I'll tell you what's true. Jay Binkley and the noise that he brings. Jay Binkley brings the fire. Jay Binkley was here, I think, from yesterday from like noon until at least 1 a.m. I don't know if he went home. He might not have gone home. If he did, it wasn't very long. He's always hard and he works hard. That's all I can say about Jay Binkley. That's my plug. Jay Binkley, get home safe. Have a good night, my man. This is the Red Reaction Show, 913-576-7610. Thanks to our friends at Olathe Ford Lincoln. Again, it's not our show, it's yours. You know the number. I'm sure a lot of you... Got a lot of your takes off last night. Now you've let the dust settle. You've watched the game. You've relaxed. Now you have to wait two damn weeks. And it seems like forever. We'll get you through it, though. Again, not our show. It's yours. Red Reaction Show is we react to the game that was last night, the Buffalo Bills versus the Kansas City Chiefs. We tried to tell you. I got to wait on some guys that were from Buffalo. I bought them a dessert. I said, hey, I'm going to get you something sweet because it's the last good sweet feeling you're going to feel in Kansas City on your way out. I wasn't trying to talk a whole bunch of smack. I was respectful. So were they. And it just so happens that I was right. I went around. I asked people, what's your Chiefs fans? Legit Chiefs fans. And I said, what's your thoughts on Sunday? Are you scared? Out of the 10 people, small sample size that I'd ask, their response was, yeah, I'm a little scared. And I would respond with, why? I said, Josh Allen's pretty good. But you saw in that game last night why people consider the Chiefs to be the Golden State Warriors of the NFL. 9-0, 38-6 run. Look up at the scoreboard. Holy cow. That's the way that game was. The fumble happens, you're kind of like, oh no, a little worried, and then you kind of sit back and you're like, well, 
Could be worse. They were down 24-0 against the Houston Texans. Came back and beat them. They were down by 10 in the Super Bowl. Came back and won that game. Biggest stage. And you just kind of saw the Chiefs again in a game that was a little bit more at ease for them. And that's the narrative that I tried to put into people's minds when it came to the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Buffalo Bills. I know there's a lot of people out there that thought this was the year. Let's just hold on a damn second. Chiefs are still young into this ride. This is what I called on Sunday when I was on from 10 until 2. This was the brace of the dynasty. For those who don't understand what the terminology of the brace is, that's the second of the three when it comes to the hat trick. That's the second of the three. That's where they're at. You think they're done? They're not even close. We still got next season to talk about. And I get it. We got two more weeks till we get to the biggest game of the year. Chiefs and Tampa, Tom versus Bray, or Tom versus Patrick. We'll get into all that a little bit later. And we're also going to get into, I think we need an apology from national media when they continuously try to do this to the Chiefs. I get it. New England spoiled us for so many years. For so many years, New England was always saying, they're back, they're favorites. This is the second year in a row where the Chiefs came out. Chiefs are favorites to win the Super Bowl. They've got a ton of talent on this team. And people just don't want to buy into it. I don't know if there's any more time now than to not buy into the Kansas City Chiefs because that was supposed to be the best of the AFC to challenge you. That was supposed to be the team. Buffalo at 13-3, and and they got waxed in the AFC Championship game. Why? Real simple. They've never been there before. They're still a year away. We tried to tell you. I wasn't trying to be biased. I wasn't trying to be a homer. I was just trying to let you know it's a little bit differently feeling when someone's been there before and someone has it. 913-576-7610. Not my show, it's yours. Walker St. Joe, you got first down. Let it go. Hey, what's up, man? Appreciate appreciate you taking the call. Um, dude, I'll tell you what. I work at a gym, and everybody's been talking smack left and right, non-Chiefs fans. You know, as Binkley likes to say on the show at night, embrace the hate. Yeah, That's where we're at now. Last year, the ride to the Super Bowl was so surreal, you know. But you got the best player who's ever touched a football. Not the greatest, you know, Tom Brady, whatever, give him his respect, but the best player to ever touch the football, the most talented, Patrick Mahomes, resides in Kansas City. And what a time to be alive, it, to, to embrace the hate. I mean, you, talked, you mentioned the Patriots dynasty. That's going to be us, man. That's going to be us. I believe that we've got at least at least four more Super Bowls left in this run, this little, this little group we have together. And then who knows? Who knows how Brett Beach is going to evolve this team as we go on, as he continues to get free agent talent and in the draft. So, man, uh, don't really have any, you know, super analytical points. You're right. The national media, they, the, the praise needs to be as loud as the disrespect. I'm tired of it. You know, we're here to stay and win another Super Bowl this year and next year. That's all I've got to say. Thanks for the call. Yeah, man, I appreciate that. That's where it needs to be. That's Beakley's coin saying is to embrace the hate. Um, we'll get to that a little bit later because it's coming. Talked about that on Sunday. It's coming, man. I think it's already kind of there. I think the way that Beakley says embrace the hate is because he thinks it's more so like 
it's the doubters, right? It's the people that don't believe the Chiefs are there. The hate that I think is coming is the hate that you got from whenever Kevin Durant went to Golden State and it was like, oh, right. great. And you're like, come on. And then you start picking apart the Steph Curry chewing on the mouthpiece or the way that he Every you know, little does thing little just chip, pisses just you off, pisses, you know? Just like how eventually the counting that Patrick Mahomes does, you're going to be like, he's so arrogant, I hate him. When right now it's, oh, man, I really enjoy this Patrick Mahomes kid. He's a stud. I like watching him. He's, he's awesome. I want to, I want to, you know, enjoy these Chiefs to where it's going to be like, oh, great, Chiefs are playing, they're going to win. Doesn't matter. Screw this team. Can anybody beat this team? Not right now. Not when you go 14-2. and two. Dan, KCK, you're my guy, man. This is what I want. I want you to bring it tonight, Dan. Let's see what you got, Dan and KCK. Let it rip. What a great job by the offense. A great, uh, great job by the guys that uh, rally Ron Harmon after he, after the, the botched punt. And uh, what about the defense? Uh, Josh, uh, Josh Allen, eighty-eight yards. Then Diggs, seventy-seven yards. I tell you something, guys. I got uh, this customer, Dean. He shops at Hen House. He's a Chiefs fan, but he kept saying, "Oh, we going oh, how big is going to be? Be all over us." And I tell you something. I could rub it in on him Wednesday and Friday, but I'm not going to. I'm telling you something else, guys. I think Spagnuolo is going to do a great job because he's always uh, been uh, in the Super Bowl when he stopped Tom Brady from going undefeated. And uh, I thought the Packers would win, and I can't believe that uh, Lafleur would go for, would not go for it on fourth and fourth down. I mean, I mean, yeah, he should have went fourth down, fourth down, get at least a touchdown, then then two points, and decided to kick the field goal. But anyway, great job by the Chiefs. Take care of yourself, guys. Take care, Dan. You should rub it in. You should definitely rub it in. Flex your hog, Dan. Let them know that you knew it was coming. That's what I did in the first five minutes. I tried to tell everybody it was coming. I tried to tell you, Buffalo's never been here before. It's not a biased take. It's not a homer take. It's just literally the Chiefs have played this game three straight years, and fortunately enough for them, they've always played at Arrowhead. Yeah, and you saw it with the Chiefs the first time around, right? They kind of had the yips in the first yeah. half against the Patriots. That's going to happen when you've never been in a spot or a game that big in your entire life, but... The Chiefs have been here and, you know, soak it up, Kansas City, because you're living the golden era of Chiefs football and it's just starting right now. It's just at the beginning of the dynasty. Soak it up. Be arrogant about your team because you got the best damn football team on the entire planet. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's the it. I tried to talk about it earlier in this year about how they were trying to be the the bulls of the last chance of the last dance dynasty. I really, truly think this team wants to win three. I think they are. That's what they want. And this is, and if you watched last night, we talked about this on the uh, run it back show this morning at 5 a.m., myself and Pete Sweeney. We talked about it then. It was all business still when they got the Lamar Hunt trophy. Like, it's not to the point where Belichick was, where when he won it, he would just like hand it off nonchalantly. (laughs) Like, they still love it a little bit more than most people do. But this is one of those things where it's now becoming AFC championship game. Yeah. It's just like a regular season game. We're just going to keep moving on. Now they go to Tampa. They play the Bucs. That's where they get a little bit more familiar with their territory still because this is now the second year in a row they played this game. Now they're playing against a guy who Patrick Mahomes says is playing in his 150th Super Bowl, <laughs> and they got Gronk, but we'll get to that in a little bit later. We go to Ty Walker. Sedalia, let's go, man. What's up? I want to start out with a question, and then I got a statement I want to say to any Buccaneers fans that are listening. So my question I want to start out with is the call of the fight yesterday in the game. Do you agree with that? The what now? The what in the fight? The fight that happened with Josh Allen and Alex Okafor 
in those guys. Do I agree with it? Yeah, do you think it should have offset or do you think it should have been called on defense? Well, I just think, I think in the NFL the rule is if each team has a penalty, they offset. But, I mean, obviously there was, what, like three calls right, against yeah. one? I think it's a dumb rule in general, and I don't even think really Oak for deserve to be flagged up for that but depends on what he said yeah and pretty much any time that both teams get into it like there's going to be flags thrown and at least one player on each team is going to get flagged for it it was also so late in the game it didn't matter I don't agree with that I think if there's like more than ways the other there should have been like 15 one way but that's that's a rule you can't change Mm -hmm. and in my statement if there's any Buccaneers fans listening to this show right now first things first I'm surprised but I'm just going to say this. We have the best team in the league. Yeah, you may have a, a game at your own stadium in Tampa, but the Chiefs are just going to go into Tampa and show them Tampa fans that what we mean and what Chiefs fans are and what these Chiefs players are, and we're going to prove that we're going to whoop them in the game in the Super Bowl. That's the energy we need, Ty. Let them know. Let them know it's coming. You should be afraid of no one now. No. And at this point, I mean, you've already beat Tampa Bay this year. Yeah, you beat them. And, I mean, let's be real, too, Dusty. I mean, they smoked them in the first half. And if they, they weren't just them. trying to get out of Tampa Bay with a win, they finessed them. They would have won by three scores. They went out there. They covered single one safe. They didn't even cover a single high safety on Tyree Kill. They went man coverage. Tyree Kill said they may need some more. Uh, they might need some help. Help is on the way. Tyree Kill had seven catches, seven targets, 206 yards, two touchdowns. Not in the game. Not in the half, one quarter. We're building up against a break. 913-576-7610. This is Red Reaction Show. There's nobody else that I'm handing the phone line to than Big T to finish off this uh, first segment. Big T, floor is yours. Send us to break, man. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. 610 Rocks. Hey, uh, I want to give a shout-out to Eric Fisher, man. I hope that guy gets uh, healthy and returns soon. He's a warrior. I'm sorry he went out. We love that guy. But, you know, last year they won it. Uh, you, you know, then we go through this COVID. They stay disciplined. They only go through the season, go 14-2, and two, the best record in their franchise history. They, they take care of business in their playoff games. And you stop and you just go shake your head and think about the possibilities. You've got the best coach. You've got your trigger man's Patrick Mahomes. You're, you've got the best tight end, Travis Kelly. And you got Hill and all those other weapons, Cole Hardman, and, and just on and on. And then that defense – and, and there's an old, old saying, out with the old and in with the new. And how fitting is it Tampa Bay, Tom Brady against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs? And, and, and you give Andy Reid two weeks to prepare, to prepare for the game. We all know what he does to teams like that. We all know what he does when he has two weeks to prepare. Everybody think about this. Nobody's going to stop Big Red's machine. They're, they're headed to the Super Bowl again. They're going to take care of business. Way to go, AFC West champions. And as always, let's go. Let's win that game. Choo-choo, choo-choo-choo. That's how we do it. Every segment, first segment, your phone calls, 913-576-7610, Red Reaction Show. Again, it's not our show, it's yours. Also on the J Southland Tow Service text line, 913-576-7610. Coming off the national media is an apology, and I think somebody's career is headed in the right direction. The Red Reaction Show, Monday nights at 8, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. Here's Dusty Likens. And Nick Price. I love it. 
Big time. Love it. Feel like today... I feel like today is a day for a lot of people in Kansas City that was two types of fans. One, you were nervous. Two, you were easy. You kind of knew where they were going to go. You trust in the process. The others, you woke up to a day that just said, you know what? That's it. I'm done. Every year that this team's together, Super Bowl or bust, I'm not even worried about it. The confidence is getting to a dangerous point, Dusty. It should be. No, I mean, like, I was watching that game yesterday, and, you know, McCole Hardman muffs the punt. They go up 9 nothing, And I thought, not a doubt, like, no doubt in my mind, they're going to take the lead here within this half. It's just what they do. It's almost to a point now you can't bet on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl because you wouldn't win any money. Right. You have to win. You have to like bet $500 just to win $100. That's how the Chiefs are right now. Um, Red Reaction Show tonight. Nick Price, Dusty Likens. Glad to be with you here on 610 Sports Radio. Jay Southland, Toe Service Text Line, 913-576-7610. Also the phone line, not our show, it's yours, 913-576-7610. I think this guy's career is headed in a new direction. A lot of plays left to be made. you got to trust them boys for you, all right? Now Buffalo's got goal to go after the fumbled punt. Hey! Oh! Hey! 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 Look at me! Hey! We good! It's you! You're going to make a play this game! You're going to make a play this game! Let's go! Hey! Be us! We've been here! Be us! They're going to bring it on an end around to McCole Hardman. He's got plenty of room. He's at the 25-30. Road gear, 45-50. They block the next guy, 40-35. Andy Reid dials up the jet for 51. They throw it left side to Hardman on a wide receiver screen into the end zone. Touchdown! Helping us to forget about that muff punt. Hey, that's how you handle the varsity. You smack it right in the mouth. I want to be serious here because... The guy producing this show tonight, I could read and feel your emotion when he fumbled that punt on the one on the, about the four or five yard line. But you weren't the only one. I put my head in my hand, and I thought to myself, "What on earth is happening?" Because I was at that Week 17 game. I watched it against the Chargers, where McCole Hardman. Fumbled a punt. And then he did it in this game. And I thought to myself, okay, this is an issue. And then I watched his actions. And I wanted, because I remember when he did it against the Chargers. He kind of like chest out, walked to the sidelines, which is kind of like, damn it. I can't be doing that. But obviously this is a game that doesn't matter. But I've got to clean it up and do better. Then it happened against the Bills. And I'm sitting there next to the girlfriend's dad. And he's like, what are you worried about? And it wasn't so much, I guess, I wasn't worried about the game. I was just so much worried about the situation because they had just stopped the Bills. They had just kind of swung the momentum back, and you knew that Mahomes was getting the ball. They were going to have a chance to go down and take the lead and at least maybe tie it. And then the Buffalo Bills scored, and then they missed the extra point. It's 9 nothing, and you see McCall Harmon walk over to the sideline, throws the jacket over his head, We've all been there. We've all messed up, whether it was youth sports, high school sports, college sports, whatever it was, and you had your little pouting moment where you tell yourself, like, I just can't believe what just happened. I'm distraught. It's over. I can't believe this. 
And this is why I truly believe McCole Hardman can take off from this lesson. Because not only that, but what I saw when I watched the game was Tyreek Hill sat right next to him. And then another player comes over and rips the jacket off of him. And they kind of just gave him this notion like, hey, man, we're going to be fine. Like, this is going to be all right. Like, it's going to be okay. And you hear that clip from NFL's uh, Showtime, from inside the NFL, the Showtime Network, and you hear Pat Mahomes, and you hear Travis Kelsey, and you know that Tyreek Hill was sitting next to him. Those are the three biggest leaders on this team. And they all went up to him and reassured, hey, man, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And in so many other times with other coaches, you've seen it with Bill Belichick when a running back fumbles. They don't go back in the game. They're done. And that's one way to teach somebody. That's his way. What did Andy Reid do? Threw a quick out, gave it to McCole Hardman, gave him a jet sweep, got him a touchdown. What was McCole Hardman's reaction after he scored a touchdown? Business. Put the ball down, gave a few high fives, did not dance. And you know this team loves to dance when they score touchdowns. It was ball down, walk off, and then exactly what Travis Kelsey said. That's how you handle adversity. You punch it right in the face. And that is something, that is something that moving forward in his career can not only build confidence, trust, reassurance, and just weather the storm that maybe have has messed with his head. But now you can think to yourself, maybe that's the leap that McCole Hardman needed. Maybe that was the lesson. That was the trust. That was the backing of his boys that McCole Hardman needed. And now McCole Hardman, maybe, maybe, we'll see, takes that leap. And all of a sudden now McCole Hardman is the guy they thought he could be when they drafted. Yeah, I think, it, I think it's a solid point, Dusty, that he could take off from here. And I want to point something out, too, that I've kind of noticed because I haven't been a huge fan of McCole Hardman on punt returns. I think he's a hell of a player. I think he can go out there and be a good part of this offense. But he hasn't really gotten the opportunities on the offense that you would think that you would get in, you know, your second year in the league in a high-powered offense. And that's just because you got those guys, Hill and Kelsey and all these other dudes that are taking a lot of the snaps. So I think that there was a lot of pressure put on McCole Hardman to try to make the most out of every opportunity that he has on the field. And, I mean, you see it, Dusty, when he's out there trying to field a pump with three guys right in his face because he thinks, hey, maybe if I get this and I make one of them miss, then I got a chance to make a big game-changing play. I think this is going to be his moment where he realizes, I can contribute to this team in other ways. I can make other big plays that change the game. And that's more where he's going to excel at because, I mean, you saw it after the muff punt. He was staying away from punts. He was fair catching. Like, that's what you need to do because you got Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback. And as long as you know that you're going to be able to contribute in other ways, that's fine. Just focus on that. Do your business on special teams and go out there and make 50-yard jet sweeps and stuff like that. I think that this is just one of those ways where McCole Hardman can just officially learn his role in a more complex or less complex, more controlled setting where it's like, I know what my role is on this team. I know where I need to be. I know what I need to do. I know I've got the backing of all these guys. And it almost reminds you of like how like James Shields would help Danny Duffy with adversity. Like Danny Duffy would come off the diamond and just be so angry and so just distraught over giving up like two hits and giving up a run. And then 
there was James Shields in the in the dugout right next to him in those 2013 years and just like, hey man, like your team will go out there and get you a hit, get you a run, knock that out. Just go back out there the next inning, strike out two, don't give up any runs, you'll be just fine. That's how it was. And that's what those guys did. And that's something that can help somebody's career move forward. And that's where we're at with McCall Hardman tonight. Yeah, another baseball reference or analogy here for you, Dusty. It's like when you tell a player when you're down three, don't try to get them all back with one swing. Right. You know, go up there and do your job, take care of business, do what we practice, and your time will come where you can make a big game-changing play. And I think that's what he can really take away from that situation last night is, you know, when you're out there fielding punts, you're going to get a couple opportunities a year, but for the most part, protect that football and just get out there and know that you're going to be a contributor on this offense moving forward, and you can make big game-changing plays like that. Like Patrick came over, and he told me, he was like, hey, head up, man, head up. We need you. You're going to make a big play today. You're going to make a big play. And that, I mean, that goes a long way when you hear it from your quarterback, and I think that's the mindset that he needs going forward, and I think you're right. He might have changed his person last night. We'll watch McCole Hardman in two weeks in Tampa Bay. Also, another thing we'll watch is the new dynamic trio that is officially born and raised and officially made its claim in the NFL. The Red Reaction Show, Monday nights at 8, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. Here's Dusty Likens. And Nick Price. Back in. Red Reaction Show. 610 Sports Radio. Dusty Likens, Nick Price. Thanks to our friends at Elite Ford Lincoln. Every Monday night after the Chiefs play. I think we're back next Monday, too. Even though there's no football game on Sunday. I'm pretty sure we're here. Make sure... That you are listening tomorrow because you get Therese Paler, who joined Jay Binkley tonight from 7 to 8 on the Therese Paler Show. And then my guy, Pete Sweeney. Him and I will be on at 5 a.m. tomorrow morning on the Red Reaction Show. No, it's not. It's the Run It Back Show. Monday through Friday, 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. All the way up into the Super Bowl and then the week following the Super Bowl. So you get us for another three weeks on Monday morning. When it comes to uh, run it back show on 610 Sports Radio, uh, we enjoy everybody that tunes in. You can always check out the podcast page. It gets tweeted out every morning um, on 610 Sports dot, or on 610 Sports Radio's Twitter. You can also find it on the radio.com app as well if you just go to the run it back show. Let's go to the phone lines again. The Batman, Lawrence. Floor's yours, man. Hi. It's the Batman from Lawrence Town. You know that. But uh, all I got to say is the bat karma is running thick in the in the air. Uh, we got a team that's uh, going not just going to the Super Bowl. We got to do something there too. And they and they got and you know the, the team's been so strong during this year. And I, all I can tell you is that uh, it's gonna we got more of the same. It, it should be a really competitive Super Bowl. But the new is make, the the old is making way for the new, and that's what you're all getting to see, and, and that's why I love it. And it's all for Chiefs Nation. It's for you, it's for each and everybody that's in Chiefs Nation, because we're all one. And that's why I love you guys. Thank you, man. You got it, brother. Thanks for the call. 913-576-7610. Red Reaction Show. It's not our show. It's yours. 
I think this is interesting. This is something that I thought about on Sunday after the game on Sunday night. It made it really uh, made it really obvious, but I don't think this is a stretch of a take. But there's a new dynamic trio when it comes to the NFL. Dallas had one in the 90s with Michael Irvin, Troy Aikman, and Emmitt Smith. Now, we saw the success that that team had. We know where they went. They won three Super Bowls. They were three Hall of Famers. And they did it as a trio. Everyone remembers that. 88, 22, and 8. Now, the NFL has something new. And it's Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, and Patrick Mahomes. That's exactly what it is. This team, with these guys, one is 25, one is 27, one is 31. Kelsey being the oldest. In last night's game, Tyreek Hill had nine for 172. Travis Kelsey had eight for 113, two touchdowns. And Patrick Mahomes was 29 of 38 for 325, three touchdowns. Okay. Mahomes, Kelsey, and Hill have now all three played in three AFC championship games. They're all two and one in these games. And they're led by Patrick Mahomes, who now in three AFC championship games is 68 of 104, 914 yards, nine touchdowns, zero interceptions. He's six and one in the playoffs. He has a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl MVP, and he's now going to play for his second Super Bowl and his third year as a starter. And it's all because of this gelled, dynamic trio that's built between Hill, Kelsey, and Mahomes. And I hate to break it to you, they ain't going anywhere anytime soon. No, and like you call it a dynamic trio. It's kind of like a big three like we've seen in the NBA. Yeah. Like those three guys are always going to get theirs. They're always going to go out there, and you know they're going to perform every week. I mean, sure, there's those one-off games where maybe somebody schemes up and kind of takes Tyreek Hill out of the game a little bit. I mean, he still ends up having like 50, 60 yards in those games, which is decent for a lot of guys. And then, you know, I, there's no stopping Travis Kelsey at this point. I mean, Travis Kelsey, I've been, you know, I've been hitting every over on Travis Kelsey's prop bets all year, and he's been making me a lot of money because that guy comes to play every single game. Pretty sure he had 10 catches at halftime in the AFC Championship game yesterday. It's just insane. And, I mean, we already know what 15's doing out there. So, you really, you got three guys that are, I mean, Mahomes and Kelsey, definitely the top of their position in the NFL. And Tyree Kill's not far behind if he's not the best wide receiver in the NFL. You got three guys. I mean, I don't want to be, and I would never want to be a defensive coordinator trying to figure out how the hell you're going to slow these guys down, let alone, you know, stop them or anything. There is no slowing them down. And that's what's crazy about it is that they're the three guys that continue to push this team forward They're the three guys that make this team on offense what they are. They're three guys where we talk about Aikman, Michael Irvin, and Emmitt Smith that were Hall of Famers. These are three guys that probably all three will be in the Hall of Fame at one point in the history of the NFL. Mahomes clearly is making his way 
to the Hall of Fame. Travis Kelsey, to me, is already locked up in the Hall of Fame. And Tyreek Hill's just getting started. He's 27. He's got, what, you want to you say 32s when receivers will start to kind of start to show their age? Tyreek Hill runs a 4-2-4. So by the time he's 30, he's probably running a 4-3-5, maybe even faster than that. He's still going to be dominant at that position and just continue to get better because there's no reason to think he can't because he's gotten better every single year he's been in the league. And then you put Patrick Mahomes together with him, and they're going to continue to strive, and the numbers are going to be there, and they're going to continuously get better, and they're going to gel even more. The chemistry is going to get there, and that tandem of those three will continue to move forward and continue to be dominant at their positions. You can't say that this is just a local talk show host saying, oh, yeah, you like this team a lot because you cover it. No, no, no. These three guys every year are pro bowlers. They're all pros. Kelsey Damner led the league in reception yards this year. Tyreek Hill had a chance to probably lead in receiving touchdowns this year. And oh, by the way, they took a week off. So this isn't going anywhere. These three, this dynamic trio, like Nick Price says, the big three lets people know that, yeah, the analogies of calling them the Golden State Warriors or a basketball team like Colin Coward, who's a national media guy that also owes the Chiefs an apology that I've said all week, he's now on that bandwagon. Like, all right, these guys are actually like a basketball team. They could have had records that they could have broken, and they didn't. They cared more about the postseason because that's what's important, and they stuck together. They're all three close friends. They have that chemistry, and they're not going anywhere. They're all locked up with contracts. Mahomes is here for the next 12 years. Kelsey got extended. He's here for the next four to five. Tyree kills here for the next three to four. Nobody's going anywhere. These numbers aren't going to differ very much. As long as they stay healthy and they keep rolling, this dynamic trio is going to set the stage for the NFL moving forward. Neil and Lone Jack, phone line's yours. Hey, Dirty. How's it going, man? Doing pretty well, man. How are you? I'm doing great. You're in good voice tonight, and I'm here to just back you up on everything you're saying, brother. I mean, I'm, I'm just so glad that we stomped them last night and made the hell look silly. I mean, we you know, Colin Coward might be on the bandwagon finally. It's about damn time. I know Stephen, Stephen A. was still making excuses, talking about the weapons that Patrick has. Man, this is Patrick's NFL, and he proved it last night. He's going to prove it again in two weeks. I'm, I'm starting the hashtag right now for the next two weeks, hashtag pass the torch. This game is all about that. Patrick's going to take the torch from Tom. Tom's going to hand it over, and he's going to ride off into the sunset. Tom was not meant to have his last pass in the NFL be an interception for a return in the playoffs. He was meant to have this and get to the playoffs with the other team, but we're going to take them down. I am supremely confident today. I honestly believe we might very well win the Super Bowl by 10 or more points. Um, and what, what was, I mean, can we finally put to rest this talk about Josh Allen? Yes, I know he's still young, and yes, I know he still has room to grow. But a passer rating of 80 yesterday, a passer rating of, what, 73.4 in the first game against us, Patrick and this team was out to prove something yesterday, and they proved it, and they're going to prove it again in two weeks. And I got one more. Okay. Um, on Twitter a couple weeks ago, these guys were talking about Patrick, and one guy said that he's got the Kobe mentality. And it just kind of made me think, and I got a few likes on my comment. 
And I got a new nickname for Patrick. Showtime is perfect, but I like the idea. How about the Red Mamba? I'm just going to throw it out there. I think it fits everything perfectly. It fits the Texas Tech Red Raiders. It fits the Chiefs. And, of course, it fits his Kobe Bryant-type mentality where he is the Mamba. He is the alpha dog. He is the man. Nobody can take him down, including Tom, and we're going to find that out two weeks from now. Neil, thanks for the call. Take care, man. I appreciate you backing the the price and likings tonight. For those of you that want to know what he's talking about, this was Patrick Mahomes last night. Pete Sweeney actually asked the question. Mahomes said, quote, Kobe Bryant has one of the best mentalities of all time as far as a competitor out there and winning championships, not just winning games. I take a lot from that of going out there every single day and not being satisfied with where we're at. And like I said, the job's not finished. When we went into the season, we weren't talking about going to this. We were we weren't talking about going to the Super Bowl. We're talking about winning it again, and we're trying to run it back. I'm excited for the opportunity to go out there and play against a great football team and try to do that. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes coming up. We give you every storyline we can possibly think of on this Monday, January 25th, leading up to the Super Bowl in Tampa. The Red Reaction Show Monday nights at eight, six ten Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. Here's Dusty Likens. And Nick Price. Just about... Well, a little less than 10 minutes left of the Red Reaction Show following the AFC Championship game that the Chiefs just absolutely handled the Bills when they went on a 38-6 run. We try to tell you. Lori and Austin, I don't bet actual money, but I did win a lot of two liters of Diet Pepsi. I used to drink Diet Pepsi a lot. Yeah? I used to love I mean, it, it's crispy. Hey, I don't care what you're betting. If you're betting on the Chiefs, you're winning. Well... Straight up. Yeah. Not against the spread. I was like, that's the first spread they covered. Last in a while. night, though. Yeah. Yeah. Get, I'm excited to see what the prop bets are for the Super Bowl. Oh, there's so many. I'm going to go broke. It's going to be great. Yeah. Like, who's going to score the first touchdown for the Chiefs? Or who's going to score the first touchdown of the game? I assume what that. What color like, is the Gatorade? Yep. How long's the national anthem? Coin toss. Yeah. Which wh- is literally a 50 50, but I'll still bet on it. But that's how the game starts, man. Yeah. That's how you can get on a good foot. Um, what's another? What will? What color of sleeve will Patrick Mahomes be wearing? Mm-hmm. If they're wearing all, you think they'll wear all whites again? Are they the home team? They're the better seed, right? Or does it matter? I, I forget how they figure That's that. Good out. question. Either way, Chiefs and Bucks, we're done with the Bills, man. We are done officially talking about the Bills. I thought this was interesting because playoff teams are only as good as their quarterback and head coach. And when you think about yesterday's games and you get your grades, just like you do whenever you take a test, which mine were always not always like Josh Allen's grade, but uh, we'll get to his grade here in a second. Um, according to pro football focus championship Sunday quarterback grades, number one was Patrick Mahomes with a 91.2 Aaron Rodgers with an 89.2 Tom Brady, 84.9 and Josh Allen with the 56.5. It just, mm. just goes to tell you. That when it comes to the Chiefs playing in that game, 
They just experienced it. They were well groomed and polished and know exactly what they need. They know where they had to be, and they just took care of business. And I get it. It was fun to take the. It was fun to pick the bills, but the bills are done. The bills go to work. The bills reflect on what their season was: thirteen and three. You saw the picture of Stefan Diggs out there watching the Chiefs celebrate. Pretty cool. I dig it. I like that. Gives you that hunger for next year. Yeah. But when you talk about why the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl again, it's because when you think of the highest graded quarterbacks, again, according to Pro Football Focus, since 2017, since Mahomes was a starter, number one is Tom Brady, 95.6. Number two is Patrick Mahomes, 95.2. This is also the first time in NFL history that a team that plays at the stadium of the Super Bowl is playing in that game, which gives Patrick Mahomes a little bit more fire. But not only that, Tom Brady won the Super Bowl two years ago. Patrick Mahomes won the Super Bowl last year. This year's the rubber match. Yeah, and you know, Dusty, after the Chiefs lost to the Patriots and Tom Brady in 2018, Everybody wanted that rematch last year, and we didn't get it. Right, because Yeah, because they choked, and you know they lost in the first round, and the rest is history. But now you finally get that moment where it's like on the biggest stage, the GOAT, Tom Brady, who's been to more Super Bowls, won six Super Bowls, and you got Patrick Mahomes. I mean, like the new, the new kid on the block. And not only the new kid on the block, but like the highly successful – crazy whiz kid on the block like it's it's you couldn't really draw up a better storyline or group of storylines or a matchup for the Super Bowl than you got right here and I think it's also interesting to think that this is Mahomes second Super Bowl and his third year as a starter and when we watched the games yesterday and we thought about it's more important for Aaron Rodgers to get there it's more important for guys like that to have their legacy Aaron Rodgers is running out of time, and I hate to be this guy because everyone's going to consider me a a homer bias guy again, but if Mahomes goes to this Super Bowl and wins it, Aaron Rodgers is in the rear view. Yeah. Like, it's Tom Brady, and then it is Patrick Mahomes, and that's the way it is. That's the way it's going to be because – Numbers are what they are. And if Patrick Mahomes starts this game, this the his career off with AFC Championship, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, MVP, Super Bowl MVP, Super Bowl MVP, that is Michael Jordan. Yes. And I hate that I hate that people tell me I mean it's better than Michael Jordan, actually. Right. And I hate when people tell me, don't you dare put his name next to Michael Jordan. Who else's name do you want to put it next to that's been this dominant in the sport? I get it. Tiger Woods is up there. Like Tiger Woods is one of those guys that that dominated his sport so many years to where it was like Sunday, the red, it was over. Now it seems like when the playoffs start and Mahomes is there, it's over. He's 6-1, and one, and the only game he lost was in his first year as a starter to Tom Brady in a game that was out of his control because he didn't touch it. Look, you talk about legacies, Dusty. I'm going to hype this game up a little bit. This is... I mean, obviously, you know, winning 5-6 or whatever, it ends up being with Patrick Mahomes. It's going to be big for his legacy. But this one might be the biggest individual Super Bowl that he faces because he's going head-to-head with the GOAT, with the guy that has the six rings. And, you know, if Brady wins another one, you almost got to think, like, he's got to at least match him and blow him out in every statistical category or else we're going to have one of these MJ-LeBron things where you're never going to have that clear answer. But 
If Patrick Mahomes goes out there two weeks from now, 13 days, and he shows out and he forces Tom Brady into retirement and gets his second Super Bowl ring in three years in the league, I mean, that's I'm not going to say that cements him, but that props him up to be the greatest to ever play the game by the time that his career is all said and done. If not, it's just going to take a little bit more to get there. It's big for Mahomes because he's doing exactly what you have to do as a young athlete that has a ton of talent and has a lot of talent around him. Like, he's going to play longer than Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey because, one, he's younger, and, two, he plays a less, I guess, contacted position. Like, Travis Kelsey's 31. He's probably got legitimately three to four more years left of his career. 35, 36, Travis Kelsey will probably start, you know, thinking about retirement, maybe. Tyreek Hill, 27, he gets up there about 34, 35. It's probably it. Patrick Mahomes, he's 25 years old. Quarterbacks aren't supposed to hit their prime and their stretch until they're about 28, 29. Mahomes is three to four years away from that. Mahomes is doing it right now, early on, and if he wins this one and they go back next year and he gets a chance to win his third, that's three locked up in four years as a starter. Then if you do have those little rebuild years or you have an injury-plagued year where something doesn't go your way and you have to miss a season and all of a sudden you're, you know, 31, 32 and you're sitting on four rings, you could find two later on in your career where young talent comes in and the veteran Patrick Mahomes comes out and all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, yeah, he should be fine to get six because he won four so early on that it was just like kind of like the only thing that could change is like you when you saw it with Tiger where it was like, wow, this guy's got nine majors and he's 34. And you're like, golf, you're not supposed to hit your rut until you're not supposed to hit your stride until you're about 37, 38. And obviously there were some unfortunates about Tiger Woods. By the way, great documentary, by the way, if you haven't watched it. I need to. Very good. Um, more so about his dad. But the thing about this game in Tampa is that there are so many storylines of torches being passed. Like you have Mahomes versus Brady, Gronk versus Kelsey, Andy Reid going for another legacy title. Um, you have just the Chiefs trying to literally bury anything that is Tom Brady that keeps them around and keeps them clouded with this goat talk because you know what a baby goat is. It's a kid, and that's what Patrick Mahomes is. He's 25 years old going against Tom Brady, who's 40, what, 243, playing in another Super Bowl. So Tampa Bay, Kansas City, it can't get here soon enough, but just sit back and enjoy the ride because there's a lot of teams out there like Green Bay, New Orleans, who saw their quarterbacks Never get this opportunity, and Patrick Mahomes is getting ready to be in a rare crowd. I think that this could really be like the turning point for the franchise when it comes to you. You know, we talked about it earlier about like people are still kind of doubting the Chiefs a little bit, but if they go to Tampa Bay and beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in their own stadium, that's all out the window. And then it's full on hate mode. You know, like that's going to be a embrace the hate kind of moment is if Patrick Mahomes and these Chiefs go into Tampa Bay. They win their second straight. They come back. You know, they'll be talking that talk. They'll be going for a three-peat. At that point, you're going to see a lot of people around the NFL and mostly fans that are going to want to see somebody dethrone the Chiefs because it's just getting old at that point. But guess what, Kansas City? It doesn't matter because that's your team, and they're set up for the long haul here. That's the best part about it is that everyone at the beginning of the year thought, how can they get all these guys signed? They did. The defense is fine. The offense is fine. 
The head coach is there. The quarterback's there. Nobody's going anywhere, and they know they can taste it. They're on the brace of a, of a three-peat. They've got the trio to go forward. They've got the leadership on defense with 55, 95, 32. Lacharius Sneed looks like he's probably a stud. And, man, I know there's some cloudy injuries with Eric Fisher and Mitchell Schwartz as your, as your left tackle and right tackle. But that's what Brett Beach is there for, man. That's what you do. You go out there and you go try to find that. Uh, go try to find that in the draft. Go Last ahead. thing, Dusty, real quick. What's up? The mentality is there. I saw it after the game. Oh, I was yeah. out there at Arrowhead. They won the AFC Championship, and it was like, psh, okay, cool. That was nice, but we got bigger things to do, and that's in two weeks in Tampa. On to Tampa Bay. Speaking of bigger things to do, tomorrow, 5 a.m., myself, Pete Sweeney on the Run It Back show. We're with you for another three weeks. Thanks to the Chiefs. Thanks to all of you for listening tonight. Thanks for all the calls. Lift the phone lines up. We'll talk to you again next Monday for Nick Price, my guy. Thank you so much. Be sure to listen to Pete Sweeney tomorrow at 7.15 a.m. and Therese Paler at 3.30 on the, on the drive. And Dusty Likens, 610 Sports Radio. See you later. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.